Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. This is the Real Oscar Selection Show, the only one that you need, the only one that you need to listen to, because it's uh, it's got uh, three cool guys on it. Bunch of cool guys. All the other selection shows don't have any cool guys. So, uh, I'm here again with Dan and Frankie. Hello. And we are taking this episode today to pick, um, the winners for this year's Academy Awards. I guess now formerly known as the Oscars. I don't think they, anybody calls them the Academy Awards anymore. No. What number is this? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, 80 something? Yeah, 80 something. 86, 87. I should know that. Um, but yeah, the Oscars take place on Sunday, February 26th. By the time people hear this, it'll be this upcoming Sunday. Um, 7 Eastern coverage begins. They usually do like the red carpet stuff. I think starting at 7 and the show usually starts at 7.30 or 8. I get the whole red carpet thing. You don't get it? You don't get it? Yeah, no one cares. Get to the meat. I feel like... I feel like <laughs> Skip the potatoes. Knowing you, Dan, I feel like that would be the only part of an award show that you'd watch. It would be the red carpet. <laughs> I don't watch any part of it. I watch the day after when they just tell me who won. Gotcha. That's fair enough. I watch the highlights on YouTube. Right. I did that with the uh, the Grammys this yeah, year. Yeah, I did that too. Um, I used to watch the Oscars every year. I could again this year, but what? It's a Sunday. It's I'm supposed to be going to a party in Nashville. Nashville party. <laughs> yeah, my uh, it's a Nashville party. Hey, hey, um, party like a Nashville party. Right, and uh, and it's funny because um. My best friend's aunt and uncle have a party for the Oscars every year at their house. Yeah. And, um, so that was what I was invited to. And so the, uh, they take it very, very seriously. They have a ton of food. Uh, his, uh, my buddy's aunt is a fantastic cook. And, um, they have a bunch of friends and family over and they have, um, they do a pool. Not unlike what we're doing here. You make your picks and you kind of keep track of it over the course of the night. And then, um, at the end, whoever has the most correct wins, um, like an honorary Oscar. And I think they, and I think they live on, uh, like Lynn Lane or, you know, Lynn, Lynn Avenue or something like that. And so the, the, uh, the, the prize is called a Lenny. So you win a Lenny if you win the Oscar pool. And it's a, and it's like a, an eight inch Oscar statuette, like a plastic one. Yeah. With an Oscar to Grouch head on it. That's awesome. Where does one get one of those? I, they, she custom makes them every year, um, so I think I think she goes to a trophy store and then you know finds a plastic Oscar to Grouch bobblehead thing somewhere and sticks it on top. Um, but I have two of them, <laughs> and uh, I am back. I think I'll be hopefully be back for the first time in Man. two years. I think I think I've taken two years off. Like uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I, I can't remember if I lost one year I was there. Um, but I know that, uh, so like I said, they have, uh, friends and family over. And so my, my buddy has like, it's his aunt and uncle's house, but they also have like, he's got a couple of other aunts and uncles who show up. He's got this one aunt that always kind of gets really passive aggressive with me over the Oscars. Cause she's like, Oh, I've seen so many of them this year. And I, and I think I know what's good. And I'm like, I've seen all the best picture winners <laughs> and I've got this. And she's like, Oh my goodness. And so. All. Um, and I feel bad, and I think one year I took it easy, and I ended up, I can't remember if I ended up losing or not. Um, but yeah, it's always a fun time. Um, 
So works work schedule permitting, I, I'm trying to make it down for that, and it's looking it's looking like I'll be in good shape. So um, last year I watched the Oscars at uh, the Esquire in Clifton on the big screen. Yeah, um, it was pretty cool actually, um, and I think that was with my uh, my job, and uh, so but I think they sell tickets to the public, and I had a decent crowd last year. Um, yeah, so if you're in the Cincinnati area and you don't have uh, anything going on on Oscar Sunday, the uh, 26th, uh, head on up to the Esquire in Clifton and uh, and give it a shot. You can watch it on the watch the Academy Awards on the big screen, um, which I think is pretty awesome. Biggish screen? No, they have some big screens there. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be giving out. I've, from what I understand, the event they'll be giving out like prizes. They'll be doing trivia and things like that. Ooh, nice. um, so if you want to win, like you know. Uh, prizes from some of the movies that are up for awards. Um, that's your chance. I think it, and it, I, so I had a ton of fun last year and I think anybody that would go would, would enjoy it. So, um, again, it's at the Esquire on Sunday night. Um, what do you think, fellas? Do we, should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Um, some of these, and uh, I was thinking just before we started the show, um, just because, I know the three of us like to collect Blu-rays and DVDs and things like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people kind of have a, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess some people are either annoyed by this or they think it's great. Like they, uh, the studios try to rush out some of these movies like on the Blu-ray either in time for the Oscar. I'll be like they people prefer to have it in time for the Oscars, but like sometimes they come out after. So like Manchester by the Sea comes out. Tuesday. Um, so by the time people hear this, it'll probably be out on Blu-ray. Um, Arrival came out last week. Yeah. Um, and then I think, but Moonlight, I think, comes out on the 28th. Um, Miss it. Yeah, so, uh, and then, of course, I think Hell or High Water's been out for a long time. Hacksaw Ridge, by the time people hear this, it'll been, it'll, actually, that comes out. I think that came out this week. No, it comes out either next week or the week after. Okay. So I've got that pre-ordered. Um... Fences, I think, is sometime in March. Hidden Figures will be probably not till April. La La Land, April, from what I'm hearing. Lion, late March. Um, and Hell or High Water's been out since, like, September yeah. or October. So, um, yeah. But, uh, so I definitely plan on picking up at least a couple of these. I have a rival already. Um, it and arrived. I will, I will at least pick up Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. I hear good things. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is a terrible list for me because I've seen, like, nothing. Really? Uh, for a guy who watched 300 movies last year. <laughs> well, actually, most of these didn't come out last year, right? I mean, well, they did. They did, yeah. and they didn't. Um, I, uh, they did come out uh, last year. I mean, Hidden Figures didn't come out. But that's like, the thing about the, the yeah. way that this works is, uh, is you know, um, a lot of times they don't really get full releases yeah. until mid-January. But, you know, if they play and they have... I think I read the rules once, and I'll have to go back and find them this year. I think they have to sell... Uh, they have to sell tickets to at least three showings in one day, <laughs> sometime, uh, someplace in the contiguous U.S. for, you know, uh, before the 31st of December. Um, so yeah, as long as they do that, then they qualify. Um, and yeah, that brings us to where we are. Yes, indeed. And, uh, Dan is back here, uh, dealing with producer Louie <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, he, he had an accident. Yeah. But, um, Frankie, what, just, uh, kind of before, cause I want to wait for Dan until we start going around and choosing stuff. Um, out of the best picture nominees, what was your favorite? Did you see any of them? 
I saw zero best picture movies. Really? Yeah, man. I want to. I could have seen all these. Uh huh. My family has discovered this thing called um, an Amazon Fire Stick. That's oh hacked, boy! Okay. And they've just been stealing pirated oh. movies. And I choose not to be a part of this. Good. They were watching Fences like in the worst quality ever. Oh. And my brother was like, "Watch this movie." I'm like, "No, it's not out for one, and that's terrible. It's terrible quality." I had a friend. I had a friend. Of the same. The same friend whose uh, family I'm going to the Oscar party with. He uh, was like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching the the Revenant on this bootleg DVD yeah. that my girlfriend's parents gave us, and, or somebody <laughs> like that." And the, I was like, "I was like, did you see it in the theater?" He's like, "No, why would I go see it in the theater?" I was like, "Are you serious? The <laughs> Revenant? You're gonna let the Revenant be the first time you watch that movie on a bootleg DVD?" <laughs> I about we, slapped him. That's why we can't have nice things. things. The bootleg? Yeah, man. no, man. Fair. Nah. I refused it. I tried to. I tried to watch the Revenant. To be fair, like on a on my iPad, like, off some website, and it was, I, I made it five minutes and turned it off. I, I, I was like, I can't up, watch this on a small screen. Picked up a Promised Land one of the years in Guatemala, I think. Really? And I think I, like, <laughs> threw it away. It was that bad of quality. Oh, my goodness. That was the Matt Damon one about farming or whatever, right? Yeah, Matt Damon, John Krasinski. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, okay, Dan, now that you're back at the, uh, the table and producer Louie is hopefully comfortable back there, um, we're going to go ahead and make, got a lot of work to do. start making our picks. Um, I'll tell you what, why don't we start on the back page and yeah, we'll work our way up to best picture so we can get to the, we'll do it kind of like the actual show does. We'll kind of you know, start with the little stuff and then work our way up. Um, little stuff. Some guys like, screw you, Ben. It's not little. <laughs> I know some guy, it's like, this is my pride and joy for the last three years of my life. That's why I like when Louis CK did the presented documentary short subject last year, he's like, this is the only Oscar that's going home in a Honda Civic. <laughs> nobody, nobody will be able to. This is this is the peak of their lives. The people yeah. that, that win this award. Um, but for uh, in that spirit, uh, let's start off with animated short film. Uh, the nominees are Blind Vesha, Borrowed Time, Pear Cider and Cigarettes, Pearl, and Piper. A lot of P's and B's. A lot of P's. Yep. Um, I do know, I, I only, I've, I've heard of two of these and I've seen the two that I've heard of borrowed time. Uh, you can watch on Vimeo, I think for free. Um, a couple of Pixar animators in their spare time over the last five years, just, oh. uh, whip this together. Then that um, and then Piper is the, uh, is the official, official Pixar short film that was, I think paired with finding Dory. Oh, the um, bird. Yeah. I didn't see the finding Piper. Dory. Um, how did you not see so many movies last year? <laughs> I watched a lot of stupid movies I didn't care about. No. but <laughs> That was my year last year. <laughs> but this is Pixar's only uh, in with the Oscars this year. The, they, uh, Finding Dory was not nominated for uh, animated feature. Wow. Didn't um, they have two last year? No. No, only just Finding Dory? Um, so, Frankie, what's your pick for best animated short film? Well, it sounds like borrow time but i'm gonna go pair cider and cigarettes because i like cider i don't okay. like cigarettes that was, uh, that was my original pick but then once i was informed that piper was the little bird film i'm gonna go with that one okay so dan picks piper uh that means i'm gonna go with borrowed time yeah um and borrowed time's pretty neat it's about a uh a cowboy that has like uh post oh, yeah, that is uh, that is a good one like post-traumatic stress and he tries to kill himself and, oh. then, he, and then but he yeah. doesn't like he something happens that causes him to have a change of heart um if you get the chance to find it uh, go to vimeo and see if, uh, see if it's out there because it is uh, phenomenal or surprise news i uh, was just cast for the live action version 
Really? Yeah, playing the cowboy. Impressive. Yep, 2019. See you Congratulations, there. man. Bunch of Thanks. Lies. Um, <laughs> these <laughs> lies. Uh, okay, so next we'll move on to uh, Best Original Screenplay. The nominees here are Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Women. Dan? Gotta go with the uh, lobster. Ooh, good choice. Because it was the only one that I will admit to seeing. <laughs> really? No, I saw La La Land too. But that was just so it wouldn't win Best Picture. Gotcha. Frankie? Well, I'm also going to pick the lobster because it is the only one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good movie. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. it is a unique premise. I liked it. Uh, I mean, I heard, I really want to see Manchester by the Sea, which oh is coming gosh. on Tuesday, yeah, so I'm going to see it. But Yeah, you have to, after you watch it, text me and it's. Uh, yeah. you'll have to let me know because I think it's terrific. Um, and I saw, I saw all of these. I thought, uh, I mean, Hell or High Water for me, I don't know, I don't really understand the hype with Hell or High Water. I think it's just a, Everyone kind of a Jeff pretty, Bridges. perfectly average, you know, heist, like Western heist thriller. Um, it revolutionized the Western genre, Ben. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's why people like it is because it's kind of like a modern day. It really truly is like a modern day high noon yep. or whatever. Um, and so maybe I'll have to go back and give that another look. But um, 20th Century Women, I thought, was really uh, had some great writing in it. Um, if I'm being like totally honest, though, and who I think is actually going to pull this out, I think it's going to be La La Land. Land. Sadly, Land. I know. I, I I don't agree with it, but I think that's what it, I think that's what it's going to be. Um, so I got to go with my gut instead of my instead of my heart. Mm. Um. I really can't judge La La Land. I haven't seen it as well. Because just, you know, if I were going with, you know, what I truly believed was the best, I would probably say Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Um, but I think La La Land is going to win. Uh, I think I think it's going to end up eking out almost every category it's up for. Hollywood, just because everybody's hyped for it so Hollywood much. Hollywood loves old Hollywoody type things. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so now that we've got uh, original screenplay out, let's uh, move on to production design. Um, and production design is kind of like, I think it's like a combination of like, you know, the way that the visuals look, the set design, uh, things like that. So, um, the nominees there are Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. Um, I will, gosh, um, Production design, production design. Um, I can't believe Passengers is up for anything, let alone. But, I, <laughs> but there's this that scene never... where she's swimming and then the gravity no. goes. That's true. I'm going with Passengers just because it'd be nice to uh, see them win something. All right, so Dan's picking kind of why I went with the lobster, too. I'm like, oh, I haven't <laughs> I seen I think that's all a lobster's up nominated for. Nominated for anything else? Ooh, Let's go for lobster. it. Um... Let's just say if Underdog was on here, I'd probably vote for it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that movie, the live-action Underdog movie? Like I did not. No. Several years I ago. I did see Underdogs, the not live-action Foosball Players Come to Life movie. Mm. Wow. Watch weird things, man. <laughs> yeah. You're going for 300. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that was so hard last year. We're like 48. Days in forty seven mm-hmm. days in this year. I'm 
at 98 already. Well, you're a pro now. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's uh, I think I just crossed 70. I'm at like 71 or 72. I did my research, and I hit 100 movies last year, roughly around June 17th. <laughs> and I'm going to hit it on February, the end of February 18th. Wow. 17th, whatever day it is. I think I'm at like 12 movies per year. Nice. If that. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got, got like the next 20 slated. Bring it back really quick. So Dan picked Passengers for production design. Um, I'm going to pick La La Land again just because. <laughs> um, it's giving you time to think. Yeah. Wow. Frankie. Well, I've only seen one of these movies. Okay. Fantastic piece somewhere to find them. But I'm also going to pick that. Well, it depends because I watched like tech demo. Everything was CG like built from the ground yeah. up. All That's impressive to me. But as far I don't know. It's a weird word, design. Like they didn't make anything. Mm-hmm. Some guy in a computer or a bunch of guys and girls behind a computer. Mm-hmm. But still my pick. Because they recreated old New York, and that was cool. Fantastic Beast, and where to find them from yep. Frankie. Uh, okay, Best Adapted Screenplay. So this is uh, anything that's written that's based on a book or a movie or yeah. uh, or a, a, a movie based on a movie. Like, a, yeah, I guess a remake, uh, a play, things like that. Um, so uh, nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay are uh, Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. My pick for that is Arrival. Straight up. Straight up no chaser. Me too. I heard a lot of people liked it. Hey, Dan's um, also picking Arrival. I'm picking Fences, son. Okay. I like me some Denzel. Frankie some black. I just, I just hey said no. Hey no, I just said I like Denzel. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, and um, I'm excited for... Uh, big things coming out of this. I really, truly do think Arrival is the best script out of all of those. Um, so, Dan, here's your favorite category. Best original song. Um, it's true. The nominees here are um, from La La Land, the song Audition. Which is the worst song in the whole movie, I gotta say. Arguably. I I, I don't know. It, it gets me every Maybe time. Maybe it's it not kind of like... Is it the only... Are the, all the songs original in that movie? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say that's one of the worst ones. Um, the only worse which than that, is and it's not. The, it's, uh, yeah, getting ready song. Yeah, I think that was probably my that favorite. they gave for free. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Um, but yeah, actually, La La Land is nominated twice um, for best original song, which means Sing Street is not nominated once for yep. best original song, which that's is true. a utter travesty. Uh, but that's a different show. I think we talked about all that on one of the previous episodes. But yeah, so the nominees for Best Original Song this year at the Oscars are Audition from La La Land, uh, City of Stars from La La Land, uh, Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling yeah. from Trolls, we've been that. hearing on the radio all year, um, The Empty Chair from uh, Jim, the James Foley story, and then um, the last one is uh, the How Far I'll Go song from Moana, which is also a very good uh, tune. Uh, my pick is City of Stars. From La La Land. I actually really like that song. I have to say, yeah, I like it 90% of the time in the movie. They use it, they use about six different variations. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's but I, but one, I think it's good. There's one version of it that I was not a big fan of. But um, I got to go with uh, my girl and go with Can't Stop the Feeling. All right. It's a good pick. Yeah. I'm also going with that because it's the only song I've heard. All right. You'd probably like City of Stars. It's really sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. Past Frankie would love it. He'd be like, I can get into this. Present Frankie likes it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I picked City of Stars from La La Land. Dan and Frankie both pick uh, Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls. Um, on to Best Visual Effects. This is one for that appeals to our uh, limited it's addiction. one of the uh, <laughs> most controversial categories. Yeah, this is actually a good uh, good roundup this year. Uh, this is going to be a fun race. Uh, for Best Visual Effects, Deepwater Horizon. A lot of fire. Doctor Strange. A lot of weird stuff. Uh, the Jungle Book. Realistic animals. That weren't real. Kubo and the two... Or according to Dan, three strings. Lots of clay. Uh, or a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Never saw it. You never saw it. Actually, yeah, I was uh, playing my movies for tomorrow, and uh, they're still playing Rogue One. Are they? And I was like, "Wow, I am shocked. I have yet to see this movie." You've avoided it up one... to this point. It's freaking mid February. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think literally. I think exactly two months ago to this day. Yeah. I think it, it came uh, out. I haven't had a good time to see it in theaters, gotcha. and uh, there was one time I tried to watch it through a uh, less ethical means, oh, and damn, it, damn, damn. it was doing this weird thing where, like, every 10 seconds it would update the picture. Oh, the sound was fine. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I probably don't want to watch this. Yeah, man. Um, not a perfect movie, but it's a good Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, so from uh, Frankie, what would you pick? Man, this is actually a hard one. I've seen. Have you actually seen these? I've movies? seen three of these. <laughs> Jungle Book, just like uh, Phantom's Beast, impressive that they did everything. But mm. man, I'm a Star Wars guy. I like Marvel too, but uh, I'm going Star Wars because I I love the beach. I love the scene yeah. in that movie almost more than the movie itself. So Star mm-hmm. Wars. Okay, Frankie picks Rogue One. Dan, um, I appreciate the work that went into uh, Kubo. But I'm going to go with Jungle Book because I would have thought some of them were real. Yeah. Like the boy. I think this <laughs> the is. The boy was real. I think uh, this is a. Kubo is kind of a controversial inclusion there because I think it's the first animated feature, quote unquote, to be up for best visual effects. Um, and I guess they're doing that because of the stop motion. Yeah. Um, and how impressive the stop motion is. But there have been a lot of stop motion movies that have been part of the Oscars before and it's kind of surprising they wouldn't all by them the same people right they did like box trolls yeah they did the box Box trolls they did uh paranorman and Coraline. um but like you know even wallace and the wallace and gromit movie from like 10 years ago was was great and uh sean the sheep they uh, ardman did this uh, a year or two ago Um, but uh my pick would uh has to be dr strange uh i was absolutely blown away by um the, how bald she actually was. How bald Tilda Swinton was, yeah. Um, so bald. Just how impressive the uh, the styling stylings were. I just thought there was a ton of um, imagination that went into that, and none of it looked cheap or fake ever, um, which I thought was uh, really, really terrific. So, um, And that one will also be on Blu-ray, I think, on the 28th. I think it comes out the 28th. Um, so add that to the growing pile of Blu-rays to pick up. Um, next we have best original score. Uh, so that's like the best, like the music throughout, um, throughout a film. Um, the nominees there are Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Passengers somehow, some way. <laughs> I have no clue. Um, Dan, what's your pick for best original score? I gotta go with, uh, Passengers again. I just... How I gotta support Chris Pratt. That's fair. J Law, you know, we grew up together. It's an awful movie, but it's fair. It's a fair pick. Fair game. Thank you. How about you? I've not heard a single note from any of these songs. Well, actually, that's a lie. My grandma was watching some of these when I walked in, so I 
heard a note, but mm. Moonlight. Why not? Okay, that's a great pick, actually. The music Moonlight. and the music and that's really really good. Um, I'm gonna go with La La Land again because uh, the guy that's written the score and songs thus far and all the other award shows has pretty much won this category every time. So uh, no reason to think that he wouldn't do it here at the Oscars. Um, yeah, and he's and he's such and he's so full of himself. Like he gives he gives he gets up and gives speeches, and you can tell he's like he thinks he's the hottest thing since sliced bread. So. I was kidding. I thought he'd be fine, but if you're saying he's a jerk, he's a jerk. No. He like gets up and he's like, first off, I'd like to thank uh, myself. I mean, he kind of gives that vibe off. Me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, next, uh, we're getting starting to get into more of the technical stuff. Sound mixing. People like nobody really yeah. knows the difference between sound mixing and sound editing, um, and I think I I don't I don't quite know enough about the. Di- I have a, a vague idea in my head that what the differences would be, but I, it's nothing so simple that I could just explain really quick. Um, I'll try. Go ahead. So sound mixing, I would think, would be creating the actual sound. Um, versus editing would just be chopping and piecing it together mm-hmm. like i edit our podcast mm-hmm. if i was more involved with this board i'd be mixing it yeah there you go mm, yeah i mean i do stuff by the, the master studio. himself studio stuff too editing is like in the first pro like the, when you first do something and you cut and paste and stuff then mixing is polishing that edit okay so there you go uh there you have it uh here on the real movies podcast your one and only explanation for the difference between sound editing and sound mixing and we could be wrong so for <laughs> this year's oscars and for every oscars every year going forward uh just listen to this very episode and you will know the difference between the two um so my pick for best sound mixing uh oh the nominees for this are arrival hacksaw ridge la la land rogue one and 13 hours the secret soldiers of benghazi um, which is actually, I think, a very underrated movie. I think it's Michael Bay's best. Oh, that um, movie's still in plastic. Oh, you need to watch it. It's good. Um, I think it's on Hulu also. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. Oh, I <laughs> but I have the Blu-ray too at home. So, um, <sighs> sound mixing, sound mixing. I'm gonna go Hacksaw Ridge. Because I think war films are always impressive with, with this. Anybody else? I'm going Star Wars because same same difference pretty same much. Difference, yeah, I'm going uh, 13 hours because I'd cast Sean Kaczynski to play myself. I think that would actually be great casting. Good casting, yeah. Uh, Dyes hair a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so while we're on the sound uh, sound editing, the nominees are Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. Sully. Uh, Frankie, what would you pick for sound editing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I've only saw Sully, so I'm picking Sully. Okay. Frankie's picking Sully. Dan, what's your pick? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Arrival. Okay. I feel like I should get one of these right. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Uh, hmm, sound editing. Sound editing. I'm I'm gonna go Deepwater Horizon. I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna pick it anyway. Not bad. Um, I just feel like Peter Berg like has a lot. There's a lot of moments that kind of rely on various sounds being edited together in unique ways. So. Tell you what, it's better than Tom Scream yelling 
Tom Cruise yelling in the uh, Mummy trailer. Oh my gosh! Did you see that one? The one clip that went around that had the uh, the yes. sound dropped out. Yeah. I didn't, but uh, ever since you guys the told me effects. about it, whenever it's I so see weird. the trailer, that's all I can think about. Is so that like being the only noise you hear, all all like, that's uh, the only sound exactly. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a bunch of Wilhelm screams. <laughs> but yeah, the only sound that's in it is the uh, the vocal track. Yeah. Um. So it's so funny when he's. Just the entire thing is hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, makeup and hair. Only three nominees. Um, a Man Called Ove, Star Trek Beyond, and Suicide Squad. It's odd that there's only three. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure A Man Called Ove is up for this kind of in the same way that, like, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa was up for... So, like, they put it some younger guy in old person makeup. Um... My pick for best make. Oh, I gotta give it to Suicide Squad. I think. Really? Just I thought Harley. I thought uh, Harley Quinn looked really good, but what was more impressive, I think, was that was in her makeup. Yeah, man. Yeah, they did very little to her. What about uh? <laughs> no, but they put that guy in killer in the killer, killer croc, croc guy. Oh, the um, beautiful. Yeah, the killer croc guy. They actually put all that stuff on him. So um, that's gotta be my pick. Shockingly, Suicide Squad is up for an Academy Award. Yeah. And I think it takes that category. Yeah, I'm going to pick it too. Okay. Me too. Because Batman was in it. It's a sweep. All right. It's a unanimous pick for Suicide Squad for best makeup and hairstyling. Um, CGI count as makeup? No. If not, it shouldn't. I'm going to go with uh, Deadpool. That okay. Colossus is perfect. <laughs> um, here we go. This is uh, the Louis C.K. category. Live action short film. I've not seen any of these. Uh, the nominees are... Enemies in interiors. <laughs> yeah, Somewhere. close enough. Enemies interiors. Uh, la femme et la TGV. Uh, Silent Nights. Sing. Not the koala movie. Not the, not the animated movie. And uh, time code. I think it's supposed to be the women of HGTV. <laughs> I'm picking time code. Okay. I'm going with Sing because I assume it was a uh, live action short that inspired the animated classic. I doubt, I, I doubt it, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, my pick is also going to be Time Code. Just, Ooh, unless I Silent mean, Night is like Silent Night, Deadly Night. In which case, Silent Nights. that could be cool. Uh, but okay, Dan, uh, Frankie and I pick Time Code. Dan picks Sing for live action short film. Um, best foreign language film. Uh, we have Land of Mine, A Man Called Ove, The Salesman, Tana, and uh, Tony Erdman. Um, I've not seen any of these this year. Last year, I think I saw all the yeah, four last. I saw all the best pictures and all the best foreign language film nominees. Slipping, um, man. I know Tony Erdman is going to start playing here, uh, and I think the salesman here in town both this weekend. Um, so my pick would be Tony Erdman, just because I've heard it's, I've heard the most buzz I think uh, of any of these for Tony Erdman. And they just uh, announced an um, uh, English language remake with, uh, I guess, Kristen Wiig and Jack Nicholson uh, within the past couple of weeks. So, Oh, man. Speaking of, did you watch the, uh, I guess it would not the latest Legends, but the one before that? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The British guy from Doctor Who does the best Jack Nicholson impression ever. Really? That's all I could think about. Rory? Yeah. Rory's back? 
was so far uh, behind. Yeah, he's back, but he's brainwashed, so he uh, thinks he's an American. Good. But the whole time, he sounds like this. Guys, I don't know what you're talking about. My name's not Rip. Hamburger. <laughs> I love doing that impression. I'm picking a man called O. Me I, too. I, feel like I assume he's something. Jewish, and they need to win. Oh, my God. Mm. Okay. No comment on any of that. Uh, all right, so. Man called Oye. No, 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 you took it further. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut that down right here. So, uh, Frankie and Dan both pick a man called O for different reasons. <laughs> for different reasons, and I pick Tony Erdman. Um, but the salesman apparently is the one that the uh the director's from Iran, and uh he's not gonna, he wasn't gonna come anyway. But um, you know, then the whole Muslim ban thing blew up, and yeah, um, so. I just think that's a. I almost wanted to pick that by default, just because I feels kind of necessary to support it. But um, I think You're going for gold. Tony Erdman is the gold there. I think um, unless they get wise and decide to give it to, I think the director's name is Asgar Farhadi for the salesman. Unless they decide to give it to him, kind of for his trouble. Asgar Farhadi, oh. and he did, he directed another movie that another phenomenal movie called A Separation. Um, that I think might be on Netflix, and I highly, highly recommend that one to everybody. Um, film editing. This is the best film editing of the year, Dan. Um, our picks are Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, La La Land, and Moonlight. Oh, Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. I don't know. Something might wanted me to say that too, because I've never seen it. Me mm-hmm. either. Seems like a war movie. I feel like they would have had to do a lot of like short takes. Yeah, piece them all together. A lot of explosiony things. I have no basis to pick that, but that was my my gut is saying. They probably had a lot of chances to like shoot something once, so Mm. they did it from like several different angles. You're picking hacksaw Hacksaw as well. I am. That's Dan and Frankie both pick hacksaw ridge. Um, I think I'm gonna go with moonlight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) this is. I think I think Moonlight's another one that's kind of a little bit that was a little bit uh, kind of collapsed with hype because um, I went in with all of these crazy expectations like it was going to be one of the best movies I'd ever seen and it was really no different than a lot of coming of age uh, stories and that well, I should say it like this the story is not really anything special but the um, the cast and the character and you know the characters they choose to use and the you know the visual language that. Uh, Barry Jenkins employees with that are all phenomenal. It's uh, it, it's a beautiful movie, but it's not like a terribly like it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, but that's, that's what they said, say about this show, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's exactly. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, I would I would expect it. almost everybody that gives us a passing listen to be like, it's okay. It's not the best thing I've ever heard, but it's I had a right. half hour to kill. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, here we go. Uh, maybe this was the was it a live action short. No, this is the Louis C.K. one. Documentary short subject. Um, and the the picks here are Extremis. <laughs> Extremis. <laughs> just has absolutely nothing to do with Iron Man. I Wait, promise. Pick short subject. And one of those, Joe's violin. Yeah, Joe's violin. That's I'm gonna pick that too. Extremis, Joe's violin, four point one miles, Watani, my homeland, and uh, the White Helmets. Ooh, are I think picks. I gotta pick that. You're picking the White Helmets? Yeah, I'm picking Stormtroopers. <laughs> All right. But I do like Joe's violin. Man, yeah. I'm going with Joe's violin. All right, Dan's going with Joe's violin. 
Watani makes me feel like it might have it is time in it. It is time. <laughs> uh, For anyone who's not listened to Open Addiction, just thinks I'm a super racist. Please, a man. Can we have to throw the explicit tag on here just for. No. Damn, not saying we gotta put words. the triggered sign. Yeah, we gotta put the triggered sign. Uh, I'm going with Extremis. It's the only one I've really heard of. Um, I think it's about. It's about some sort of. I mean, it really is about, like, some sort of medical condition and, like, people coming back from some disease. Um, it's, like, some revolutionary treatment, so. Kind of Iron Man, kind of not really Iron Man. People don't turn into, like, fire-breathing dragon people. Yeah, Um, we picked based off name, not content. Well, you gotta go with what you know, I guess. And we don't know anything. Um, (laughs) next, next pick, uh, best supporting actress. Whoa, you skipping all the way to that? No, I'm going zigzag up. Up the thing. I mean, I, honestly, the first award they probably present the, uh, of the evening will probably be Best Supporting Actor. And then they'll bounce to something else. And they usually do like one or two fairly big ones first and then uh, save um, the rest for for later. Uh, but Best Actress in a Supporting Role uh, are Pixar Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion. Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures and Michelle Williams from Manchester by the Sea. Uh, I'm going with Viola Davis. Defenses. I'm not going to lie. For this first page, I pretty much gave uh, Manchester by the Sea the sweep. Okay. So, there we so go. So, Michelle Williams? Yeah. All right. Um, I... She's who I think she is. Let's support that decision. I'm picking Viola Davis. Okay. Good choices all. Good choices all. She was um, in the Suicide Squad, right? Yep. Yeah, so she needs something. Oh, she really does. That's, uh, I mean, she she deserves it. Viola Davis has been phenomenal for years, and uh, I think it's time she gets the big prize. Um, Is anyone up for the EGOT this year? Uh, What's the EGOT? When you win all three. Emmy, Grammy, Tony, and Oscar. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think, for... Um, uh, Moana. Oh, I don't want that kind of weird. Um. Well, okay, so now we're on to best documentary feature length film. Uh, the nominees here are uh, Fire at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, OJ Made in America, and Thirteenth. Um, Thirteenth is terrific. It's the only one I've seen. Is uh, the amendment? Yeah. Um, Ava, Ava DuVernay, who directed uh, Selma, oh, okay. did a documentary for Netflix about, um, yeah, the 13th Amendment, uh, you know, what, you know, what it was and its place in history and then, you know, how it really has, you know, re- directly relates to things going on today with institutional racism and things like that. Um, I think it's a really powerful and very eye-opening documentary and I, another one that I would encourage everybody to watch. Um, I've heard kind of the same thing about this one, I Am Not Your Negro, um, which I think is another one that's coming to Cincinnati, uh, or will be in Cincinnati. Um, OJ Made in America is kind of an extended ESPN 30 for 30. Uh, I think it was like, I think they broke it up into like five or six or seven parts. Um, and I've been looking for it all over the internet and I can't seem to quite find it anywhere. So, um, uh, hopefully I'll come across that and give it a shot because everybody seems to love it. Um, but Frankie, what would be your pick, you think, for a documentary feature? I kind of just want to say I'm not your Negro, but, um, 
nothing wrong with that. It probably it could win. Not literally when you say I am not your Negro. That's right. Like, All right. Is that what, so can I put you down for yeah, that? Yeah. I right. just wanted to say it. And okay. not everyone judge me. I mean, that's the title of something. I mean, yeah. And not weird. I just want yeah. to say it. And you're not. And I'm not. Just let the record reflect it. <laughs> Fire at sea. Fire at sea for Dan. I okay. assume it's about deep water horizon. And I'm going to pick 13. Um. Okay, let's skip up to best costume design. Yeah, let's do it. We're looking at Allied, which was the discount Casablanca movie starring Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Um, if seriously, if you saw it, that's what it is. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. I've only seen Fantastic Beasts, but I love the 60s attire, so I'm going Jackie. All right. Frankie picks Jackie. Dan? Fantastic Beasts. I like 20s attire, too, though. All right. I am also picking Jackie. Why? Um, Because I truly think that it is the best. It has the best costumes and clothing of uh, any of these picks. Um... I think La La Land, I, that's the only contention I really see, just because I feel like the Academy would do that, try to give everything to La La Land. But everything in that movie you can get uh, at H&M, I feel like. <laughs> you know, you walk into Forever 21 or H&M, and literally everything is on the mannequins there. So um, that's why I don't like the costume design of La La Land. But, um, okay, uh, what's our next one going to be? Best actress, best lead actress. Um, the nominees here are Isabel Huppert for Elle, uh, Ruth Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. Do you bet against the Streep? I don't. You don't? I don't. Alright, so Dan's picking Meryl Streep. Seemed like a safe bet. Okay. I'm picking Natalie Portman. Redemption, Star Wars. Great choice. It's like picking for best actor. It's a mistake. Say what? So it's like picking Leo for best actor. Oh, I thought you said picking me. I'm like, I'm not in any of this. But yeah, Leo. He's bound to win eventually. So Frankie picks Natalie Portman yeah. for Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan is Meryl Streep. Florence Foster Jenkins. Ben is going to go Emma Stone for La La Land. You would flip the table. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But that's where the gold's going to go. Um... I think Natalie Portman is the best performance of those. Um, well, I, I don't know. I've heard that Ruth Nega absolutely floored everybody in Loving, and I didn't get the chance to see it yet. Um, and I like her and and you know pretty much everything else I've seen, but I think this is Emma Stone's race to lose. Mm. Um, so let's move to Best Director. Um, we have... I'm going to try to remember these names since they're not written here. Uh, Denny Villeneuve for Arrival, uh, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Dan, who's your pick? Manchester by the Sea. Kenneth Lonergan, I have a poster signed by that guy for this movie. I need to get a frame. Picking Mel Gibson's Redemption, Hacksaw Ridge. Ooh, bold pick. Redemption. Bold choice. Uh, I'm going Damien Chazelle for La La Land. 
They are really trying to get all the awards they can for this movie. Have you seen the stuff on Facebook that's been going out with, like, they're releasing videos of, like, all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff. So they're, like, showing off how they did, like, the, you know, the camera work and all the, you know, what it what it took for them to do all these crazy, you know, things. and um, They're gunning hard for a lot of stuff. Uh, so, okay, let's move to Best Supporting Actor. Um, nominees here are Mahershala Ali from Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Heller Highwater, Lucas Hedges from Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel in Lion, which is kind of strange because he's truly the lead in that movie, um, and then Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. Uh, my pick is Mahershala Ali for Moonlight. Um, he's been sweeping everything else, even though my honestly my favorite performance of all of these is Michael Shannon in Nocturnal Animals. I'm so happy they nominated him. Um and I think he deserves it, but um gold is gonna go to Mahershala Ali, I believe. Uh yeah, Frankie, where are you going? Dev Patel. Okay. Manchester by the Sea. Hello. Lucas Hedges. I think that's his first role too, Lucas Hedges, as the kid um in Manchester, so uh, yeah, I just hope someday we can't believe it's not Butterfield winning this. <laughs> Butterfield His time will it. come, I'm sure. I'm sure the space between us will be up next year. You never know. What's the, what's the Rotten Tomatoes rating on Space Between Us right now? Seven. <laughs> I think it's sub ten. I think it is. Ouch. Um, I think Movie Phone has it higher than that. Does Movie Phone use Rotten Tomatoes, or do they have their own? They have their own. I might be misspeaking, but it's what uh, whatever Adam uses. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's movie phone. They use uh, Metacritic, I think. Uh, um, something like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move up to best cinematography. Um. Uh, so think about thirty-three. The uh, is thirty-three percent the space between us? Well, there, there you go. Um. Which means it's up for best picture next year. Yeah, maybe we'll see it at the Razzies. Um, best cinematography. Um, let's think about how, you know, what was the prettiest movie to look at? Um, Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Um, based on just the trailers, I say Arrival. It looked okay. cool to me. I don't know. All right, Frankie picks Arrival. Yeah. Um, my pick is Silence. Yeah, hey, me too. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so Dan and I both pick Silence. Frankie picks Arrival. Um, yeah. Did you see Silence, Dan? No. I, it only played here for like a week or two, but it was so, so good. Um, and yeah, truly for me, the most visually uh, astounding uh, film of the bunch. Um, okay, so let's go down to Best Actor. Uh, nominees here are Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Um, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, another nomination that I'm happy to see, um, and then Denzel Washington for Fences. Boy. Frankie? I like every single person on this, but Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Give him that Oscar, mm-hmm. son. Manchester by the Sea? Yep. I'm also picking Casey Affleck. Keep it in the bad flag. Yep. Yep. He needs one like his brother. Um, the only person I think that they're talking about could catch him is, uh, Denzel. But Denzel has one. Um. Let it go, Denzel. He does. Let it go. Um. Don't you do it. But, 
yeah, I think, again, another race that should be Casey Affleck's to lose. Um, and then down to our last two here. Um, animated feature film. Ooh, I know which one. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Moana. My Life as a Zucchini. Mm-hmm. The Red Turtle. And Zootopia. Dan? Go with the Turks. Oh, yeah, son. Was it you or somebody else I knew that thought that movie was terrible? Or was I somebody else? it was fun. Excuse me. So Dan picks the Red Turtle. Oh. Frankie? Really enjoyed Zootopia. I've never seen Kubo and the Two Strings, but I feel like I'd love that movie, so I'm picking Kubo and the Two Strings. Okay. Ah! Frankie picks Kubo. I just watched it yesterday uh, for the second time. I need to buy that three-pack thing you showed me. Yes, you do. Before it becomes non-existent, because I feel like it's kind of a thing that it will kind of go out pretty fast. I don't um, my, my pick, I think, I got, I think I'm going to give it to Zootopia. Zootopia. Um, I, like I think I like Moana a bit better. Then why aren't you picking it? But, because I think Zootopia is going to win. You've got a bunch. <laughs> say it. Um, uh, <clears throat> I think, I think Zootopia is, has more depth to it than Moana does. I think Moana is, is great because it's about as perfect as classic Disney could ever be. It's like if you want to watch a Disney movie, like a classic, classic Disney movie, like a 90s classic Disney movie, Moana would be the best example of that Um, in terms of anything they've made since probably like The Emperor's New Groove, I would say. Um, Or even uh, Emperor's New Groove wasn't a musical, was it? Moana's a musical, so um, I don't know. Uh, Like Hercules or whatever they would have done. Tarzan in the late 90s. but yeah, my pick for animated feature film is Utopia. Dan picks Red Turtle. Frankie picks Kubo and the Two Strings. And now we have the big, uh, the big award here at the end, fellas. This oh. is best picture of the year. Um, so we're debating who takes on the Oscar for best picture. The nominees are Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Wow. Dan. Lord, you gonna pray? <laughs> you gonna pray it. over this best picture race. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Dan picks Manchester. Frankie. I want it to be Manchester by the Sea, just but I don't know because I haven't seen any of these. My gut's saying La La Land though. You going with La La Land? Final answer. Lord Welling and the Creek Don't Rise. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm going La La Land. Okay. Locked in. You're you're in ink. La La Land. Um, and it it absolutely hurt, it physically hurts me yeah. to do this, but I'm doing La La Land as well. Wait, wait. Can I go for Hidden Fences? Hidden Fences, I think, is the right in ballot this year. So I will put it on official. <laughs> I will put an asterisk here. How's it the right say, in ballot? It's right there. I will uh, say, honestly. Hidden figures. Oh, hidden. Oh, okay. It was um some reporter or somebody was like talking to one of the leads from Hidden Figures and was like. So are you proud that Hidden Fences made it into the uh, Best Picture nomination? She was like, I am proud of both those movies. Yes. <laughs> I think if uh, outside of the uh, the red carpet, I think if, if during the actual award ceremony, if anybody at all says the phrase Hidden Fences, I think you win the whole thing well, by default. Take that bet. Um, tweet Jimmy Kimmel right now. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. There are the reels picks for uh, 2016-2017 Oscars. Cool. Um, so I guess the next show, um, uh, after will be the, uh, the results. Mr. Ben Tenborn. Um, 
or whatever you're going to call your award. Yeah, I the Ben 10 award. Get a Ben 10 watch. It should be the Ben 10. Um, <laughs> it should be the Ben 10. Like every time you pick top 10 anything. It's my Ben 10. So, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, this week uh, this week's episode turned out the way it did because we were originally going to have my buddy James B. Yeah. Cox on here. Um, and I reached out to him this week and I didn't hear from him. So, um, uh, uh, he said he hates you. Yeah, I think he did. Um, hopefully that's not the case, but... Um, I know he's uh, our all of our schedules are weird, and so um, we're gonna try our best to get him on sometime here uh, before the end of the uh, late winter, early spring, because um, I know he's got a lot of cool things uh, developing for his film control alt delete. So uh, be on the lookout for that, um, and then obviously watch the Oscars uh, live on Sunday, February twenty sixth, seven o'clock on ABC. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I've got, fellas. Uh, thank you for joining me and for making picks. And um, so I guess after the Oscars, it's going to be weird because we will we'll have to talk about it after the Oscars actually happen. Mm-hmm. So we like we won't be able to record the Thursday before the like next week. Like we wouldn't be able to make a you know this is the Oscar recap. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll just have our Oscar recap will just probably be a week later than everybody else, but that's fine. Um. So yeah. Um, and then we'll figure something out maybe for next week. Um, see if James is around. So yeah, big things to come for the real. Um, as always, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at the real Benny C. Um, visit the real movies blog to find all my reviews and, uh, things that I like to write about. Like today, I think I just shared a link to my letterbox page. Uh, cause I was adding like, uh, movies to my list of everything I'm watching this year. So, and I think in the past, like, I've also done, like, at Halloween, you know how I made that big, long list of all the horror movies I yeah. watched? Um, I think I'm going to do that on Letterboxd this year instead of making a giant thing on the blog. Your Ben 10 list? Yep. Um, so, yeah. What's your name on Letterboxd? Uh, should be the real Benny C on Letterboxd. Um, same as on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but, yeah. So, while Dan looks me up, uh, I think we're going to sign off, fellas. Thank you again, like I said, for joining me. And uh, we will pick up the Oscar discussion again sometime after the show. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema.